1: Not only do we have a couple that's going to share how their faith is impacting their business, but they're also going to talk about how their faith is impacting their marriage. And we love having other people share their stories because we know you're tired of hearing our own. (laughs) Just remember that every day on our workroom, we're here to bring you that challenge, helping you to connect what you hear on Sunday with what you do in your nine to five. But we need to remember that we've been given freedom in Jesus, the freedom to live, because he came to set the captives free. Yet every day we work surrounded by captives, people who need to meet Jesus. That's why we remind you that your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus, your coworkers, your employees may ever meet. That job that you hold, the work that you do, none of it is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to meet Jesus, and you may be their only chance. You know, check us out on iworkforhim.com that's iwork the number 4 him.com for the latest episodes. Get signed up for our weekly newsletter which includes my blog, and then you could always stay in touch with what's been on iwork for him in case you miss one of the shows. All the podcast all the shows are podcasted so there's out there 970 podcasts at this point in time. Get out there, listen to them, stay in tune. Every show will give you some new hope to take your faith to work. You know, one thing I've learned here in Florida, Martha, is that you, almost we've, we've learned this together. You never hire a contractor without getting a personal reference. Mm. Why is that? <laughs> There's so many stories. We're not going there, though. When you know someone <laughs> who's used them in the past, you almost always get some assurance that the work will be done and it will be quality and that the company <laughs> will still be there five weeks later. Today, we go to the world of the roofing business. Have you ever hired a roofer to repair or re-roof your home or business? In Florida, it's tough business. First of all, it's hot here. I don't know if anybody noticed, but it gets hot here for like six months of the year. Being a roofer is not for the faint of heart. And I think it's why so many roofers come and go but not so with our guests today. Ari and Becky Housh have been married not only for 35 years, but have been doing roofing. Ari's been doing roofing for 37 years. I think if I got it written, written right. Yeah, 37 years. They've got a story we wanted you guys to hear. Ari and Becky house welcome to I Work For Him. Ari, how did you end up in Florida, of all places, to do roofing?
2: Well, I came to Florida in 1977. To, um... My mom relocated here with her uh, husband, and prior to that, I was in Europe, France, which is basically where Aerie came from. Uh, the next-door neighbor needed some roofing help, helpers, and I volunteered, and by default, I never looked back.
1: Wow, that's pretty good. So you grew up in France?
2: I grew up uh, Army brat, so okay. traveled Europe to the United States the first 10 years, settled in France at 10 years old until i was 19 years old when i came to florida
1: so how's your french today
2: Très bien, merci.
3: so you were saying that that you guys met before god was a part of your life so how did you guys come to be christ followers
1: becky you first ladies first
3: okay um my mother
4: was very ill and she was 48 years old at the time oh, wow. and i was 28 and she had lupus back then they didn't know a lot about mm-hmm. lupus and uh My mother was, uh, she was just an amazing woman, loved the Lord. And I was one of those um, young ladies that said, well, I'll go to church when I'm 65. You know, I mean, right (laughs) now that's just not for me. You know, I'll I'll do that when I'm 65. I thought it was just having a good time. Well, she got very ill and um, she passed away at 49 years old and i just felt the lord it seemed like that every time i got in my car and drove somewhere i saw a church on the corner i turned on the tv i saw an advertisement on to the ch- you know for a local church mm-hmm. and god was wooing me and i didn't even know it and he wooed me right to him and mm-hmm. i um i was falling i was falling apart i was falling to pieces so you got and, to the uh, end
1: of your rope and you realize yeah. that god been holding out his rope all along
4: yeah and he opened his arms and i fell into it <laughs> and i let him Hold me through this whole, um, it was a very hard, difficult situation. I was the only child, and her, uh, my mom and dad were my, my best friends mm-hmm. too. I mean, great parents, very, very loving parents, but uh, it was a tragedy that brought brought me to Christ.
2: The next day, it was a Saturday, she went up, off shopping with the kids, and I was doing lawn work, and I just heard Jesus say to me, just like he did to Paul, you know, why are you perse- persecuting me? You know, your marriage is falling apart. Now you have your wife that's coming and saying the same, you know, message. And uh, from there, I told Becky, I says, you know, why don't we go find a little church somewhere, take the kids, nobody knows us, and we can start over.
1: It start from 1990 because that was when you started Aries Roofing. Now, that's a lot of years ago when... Becky, you were you guys were you were working together. I mean, you guys just started like in your in your garage or something. I mean, where, where did Aries Roofing start?
2: Uh, you hit that right on the nail. That's a roofing <laughs> term, by the way. Uh, I was working, and I left the other business. Came home one day and said, Becky, uh, got good news and bad news. Tomorrow we're starting our own business, but we only have five hundred dollars to our name. So we cleared one of the boys' bedrooms, made an office. And I, I stored some materials in the garage, and I worked seven days a week with two other guys to generate work and, and do the actual work physically and until we started growing a little bit. And, uh, and fortunately, in 1992, the big hurricane hit down. And not fortunately, I shouldn't say that. Sure,
1: but, Andrew hit August and
2: it was a lot of business. Like came our way here locally because a lot of the roofers went down there to chase the work. So we picked up a lot of work hired some more people and uh and things uh, just went on from there
1: so you became a christ follower in 1991 eric and you and becky were in this business together at what point in time did you realize that hey everything this jesus who's now a part of my life that's supposed to impact how i do roofing
2: that's a good question jim i mean at, at about ninety 94- five 95, I was realizing that one of the reasons I wanted to go into business for myself with my wife is that we wanted to be different, and that was my thought. For that was before Christ. I wanted to do quality work, and 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 respect my employees, and certainly take care of my customers. But in ninety-four or so, uh, I realized that we were kind of just duplicating what everybody else was doing in the sense of the labor force and all that. So I went out, I stepped out in faith and I told all my, all that we have about 40 guys at that point. And I says, listen, we're not paying 1099s and sub work and anymore. I want employees for Aries Roofing. I want them to be trained and taught how to go into on a roof in a home and do it with the, the right set of tools, if you would say, not only physically, but sp- mentally and spiritually. Right. So. Uh, from 45, we lost 18 guys that, that same day. And, you know, people were nervous, but I said, I want to do this right. I, I know that we have to pay our taxes. We have to get these guys insured properly and offer them benefits. So uh, from that point on, we continue to grow our business with the goal that we would do it in an honest and pure way.
1: Becky, how freaky was that day?
4: Very scary. <laughs> <laughs> because. It was like Gary said, eighteen twenty people left and we, it was like starting all over again from scratch. So it was, I mean, we really had to be on our knees praying and, uh, you know, just relying on the Lord to build the company. I feel like we let go of the past and God wanted us to take the turn to go for the future. And one thing we do tell our customers, I mean, we are human, we're going to make mistakes, yeah. but how do we handle those mistakes? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we are we always get a call from one of one of the owners usually me you know just to if they had a bad experience or we've done something that's not right and you know just to get that phone call and give them that peace of mind Mm -hmm. we're we're sorry but we're going to take care of this and we're going to make it right and it just it's just means all the world to them
1: Mm -hmm. you know psalm 91 4 says He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection area. It really sounds like in that story that you just shared, he, the Lord said, enough's enough. You need to clean this up. You need to operate according to the letter of the law. You're a Christ follower. Now you need to be obedient to the authorities above you. He provided that protection for you when you all of a sudden added 25% to your overhead.
2: I firmly believe that he was always with us, and that he, when he spoke to me, you know, about getting the company right, that he also offered me that protection, you know, and and I knew that I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and and that was my firm belief. That was my my mission field, if you would say, to not only stand out so that we could be, you know, uh, an ambassador for the Lord, but To take care of these employees the way they deserve to be taken care of, you know, to have a future, a career like Martha just mentioned in the long run so we could grow together as a family because we're family owned and operated. So everybody that works for us, we look to them as family. Mm -hmm. And uh, so all along and when I look back on everything, you know, there's one thing that I always do. I don't don't measure my success by or my vision as to what I'm going to do in the future. I look back every five, ten years and see what we were able to accomplish uh, with the protection of God and with the, you know, the family and with the employees. and it, it, That's how you, you get fulfillment is to look back on things and see. Because a lot of people say, well, I really didn't accomplish much in 20 years. Well, take a moment and look back where you were 20 years and where you are now. And that's how you measure your success. And although we don't do it on a daily basis as we should, but Becky and I have put into practice, too, is to, you know, do our devotionals in the morning, and then before she leaves to go to work, you know, we, we get together and we pray. We pray for the business. We pray for the protection. We pray for our employees. And, uh, and it just sense to give you direction for the day, you know. Lord, how can I glorify you today, you know, as you protect us? How can we go into the workplace and get peace that we're doing this to glorify you. And uh, I think that's carried us through many, many years of, of of hardship or difficult times.
3: You know, one of the things that I think our listeners need to hear is about the culture that you guys have created. You talk about your employees as your family and um, that you really, you really see it that way. So tell our listeners a little bit about what goes on inside of the office, what you might do with your employees that... Um God has really led you to do
4: Becky. Um, well, for me, we like I said earlier in the conversation, we have seventeen women in the office. so it was very um, heavy on my heart a couple of years ago to start a Bible study. So we do a Bible study once a week at on our lunch hour. We've opened it to all of the uh, women in the office and uh, not all go, but uh, they're always welcome. Mm-hmm. and um, it has really uh, um, it's really bonded bonded us as women in a work workplace, and uh, a couple of the ladies have come to Christ through that, and deep. it's been really, really neat, and um, we've kind of gotten a little off of the holidays just trying to get back on, you know, mm-hmm. but we're going to start Romans here soon, and uh, <laughs> might as
1: well go all the way deep, all the
4: way deep, and um, my door is always open, we have a prayer box in the kitchen, and we ask, you know, if anybody wants to put prayer requests in there, some, some people aren't, I mean, my door is open, Aries' door is open if they want to come in and talk, but... I really minister a lot in the business, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, f- with marriages and, uh, parenting and, uh, it's just, um, there's a lot of broken people out there and, um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I love to share Jesus. So, um, that's what, that's what I do in the business, you know, along with the bills. and
3: <laughs> they, Oh yeah. That works. So, out, the duties right? of
1: being a CFO. Sure. But
3: you know, th- that is so great that you are able to see that it's a mu- it's a bigger need, de- It's beyond the paycheck. Exactly. It's what you can do to help their heart and they probably know it's a very safe place they can go. If they really do have a problem, do they, they come Absolutely. into your office and talk with you?
4: Absolutely. I've, I, it kind of took a turn and I'm not sure how many years ago, but I feel like this is our mission field. You know, some people are called to Africa. Well, I feel that mm-hmm. Aries Roofing is Ari and I's um, and our son's mm-hmm. mission field. And, um, you know, this is where we, uh, work very hard, but we share the, um, Jesus to people.
1: Are you do you get to turn that corner to your side of the business, the operation side out there, getting the roofs done, things like that, the sales, that, that kind of stuff. How often do you get a chance to feed into the hearts of those people in your business?
2: Well, I think it's a daily thing. You know, you have to lead by example, you know, if you lead by example and the example being the word of God, uh, your employees and and sales, whether it be sales field, they're going to, they're going to know that they're speaking to somebody that's, uh, you know, that has their best interest uh, at at view, you know. So uh, I, too, used to have a Bible study before we got really busy with uh, the hurricane that we got here and in, in, in this area. And the, and the, our sales guys are out there, you know, 10 hours a day. And, uh, <clears throat> but I, the open-door policy applies to any time that any of them uh, have – Anything that they're concerned about or troubled, you know, somehow the Holy Spirit tells me, "Hey, you need to talk to that person." Need you know? Because we recognize that, and uh, because I, one of my other rules is, I tell everybody, if you're not happy here, I don't want you here. We love you, but we have a business to run, and we can't portray our problems onto our customers and coworkers. So we kind of have to keep that together.
1: How are you teaching your boys, either one of you can answer this question, but I'll start with Ari. How are you teaching your boys to live out their faith in their work as they lead, to, to make sure that the leadership they provide in the future as partners in the business, those boys, is centered on Christ?
2: Well, it, it for Stephen and Matthew, it was pretty easy because they, they, you know, starting very young, we've taught them, you know, um, about respect and about, you know, uh, earning trust with the people you encounter, Mm -hmm. uh, praying together, not only praying together, you know, when they were young, now praying with their wives and doing the same things that Becky did, you know, once we really understood the relationship with Christ. So, and that they, that's why we're so proud of them, because it wasn't difficult with Steve.
1: So they get it. They get it. Okay. All right. I, I, we're running out of time, and I want to make sure I ask. You've got a little program that you do called No Roof Left Behind. Tell us about that really quick.
2: The No Roof Left Behind program is where we uh, go out twice a year, and there's a petition or an application online, noroofleftbehind.com. If you have a really hardship uh, and you can't afford a roof and uh, you know it's associated with some additional hardship, financial or physical or health, that... Uh, We will come out and we will put on a roof at no cost to you with all the supporters that we have, our manufacturers, our employees come out, volunteer their time, and then we'll spend the day with you and get you restored and put that new roof on
1: for you. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, We're Christ followers, our workplaces, our mission field, but ultimately, I I Work work For him. Him.
0: Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at iWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive Power Pack content when you sign up for our blog at iWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at iWorkForHim. And finally... If today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online, IWorkForHim.com.